Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner featuring Jack and Andre. (laughs) FBI Radio. It is that fun time of a Monday morning where we get to just kick back and talk about movies for once. Jeez. Hey. (laughs) Welcome to Jack and Andre Film Lords. And movie experts. Wonderful to be here, Jack. Ooh. Hello. Hey, how are you going? What have we got coming up on the show today? <laughs> we have some jam-packed news, mostly from Venice. Uh, yeah. But we've also got some talk about Shia LaBeouf's new acting school. We're going to be reviewing the Sydney-made Ghost Hunter and also The Nun. I think we have a few questions from Dear Film Lords, which we are so excited to be answering. Um, there's also a giveaway happening, right? Oh. Yeah, giving yeah. away double passes to random films at the Sydney Underground Film Festival. Text in your favourite underground film. And to get us there, we've also got... Oh, sorry, is my mic just squeaking like and crazy? When we say, I'm so sorry. Just yeah, no, to... that's okay. Uh, okay, my Jody's bad. says she can't hear it, so... Th- Perfect. Maybe take your... <laughs> my bad, my bad. Uh, to continue my train of thought, we also yeah. have a fabulous filmmaker in the actual Sydney Underground Film Festival to join us, Ebrie Friedrich. She'll be here very soon to do the giveaway. Yeah, she made a film called Cherry that's all about female or the female orgasm and I'm so excited to talk to her about it. We're, Wonderful. We're inviting listeners to ask you anything, AMAU. Mm. Uh, we've got a couple here just right off the bat. Uh, dear, dear Film Lords, top three plane movies. I assume that means excellent. films to watch on, on board an aeroplane. It's really hard because there are a lot of excellent films that are made in planes uh, Flight Plan uh, Red Eye mm-hmm. but there are also just some films that you have to watch in mid-flight Sex and the City 1 Jack Sex and the City 2 Jumanji the remake and the original um, The Babadook you also want to watch as much Veep as possible I know it's not a movie but HBO is basically cinema on your TV screen yeah and I would say like I feel like three years ago everyone would have said Modern Family, but I don't think anyone's saying that anymore. One last thing is that you should never be ashamed if you want to watch The Dark Knight on a plane because no one's there to judge you and it's absolutely fine to watch that Batman movie. It's fine. Anything with as much explicit material as possible for the kids around. That is an extensive Hmm. top three list. So sorry. Um, One more here. (laughs) Film Lords, why is Australian queer cinema so gay, cis, man-oriented? Oriented. Where are the films about our lesbian, non-binary, trans communities? I love Priscilla and endless films about teenage boys coming out in the suburbs, but surely it's the tip of the iceberg in mm. capital letters. Oh, you are addressing a huge issue in Australian queer cinema because there aren't enough stories about from the lesbian point of view, and I, th- I, I can- and non-binary and transgender points of view. But I, I think we're punching above our weight in terms of world queer cinema, and I'm excited to see what comes next. But we need to find more ways to include uh, all of our other folk in the queer cinema scene in Australia. Let's find out what's happening in the world of cinema right now. Movie news. Let's start off with what's happening, what's happened at Venice Film Festival. So a couple of filmmakers have caused a stir. Jack, do you want to... You feel like you're aching to say something. Well, I'm just so passionate to talk about this because Jennifer Kent made The Babadook. And Australian she's the, filmmaker. She's Australian. She's from Brisbane. The Babadook was famously made in Adelaide, which is my hometown. She's the only female in the entire festival. In the Venice Film Festival. And at the end of her film, and this is a festival that's been full of drama, like A Star Is Born was hit by, by lightning. Mm. But at the end of her film, someone got up and shouted that she was a whore. Yeah. And she's the only film, like, just, like, reiterating, she's the only filmmaker in Venice Film Festival. Last year, Venice female Film Festival, fil- female filmmaker. Not the only filmmaker. <laughs> no, the, she's the only film, well, re- I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last year, they didn't have any female filmmakers. Mm. They're being incredibly staunch in these kind of politics, which is 
backwards because there's so many great films they could have there's Claire Denis High Life like there's so many films that they could have chosen from this year this was following Guillermo del Toro making a public statement at the festival that gender disparity is a huge issue which then leads into the next piece of news but we should just mention really quickly as well that she ended up winning the Grand Prix at Venice she won the second prize at the whole festival so whoever that reviewer was that made that awful comment he can go leave his job because she won himself but then so and moving on moving on I've lost my train of thought. We're talking about... Uh, You're talking about Guillermo del Toro oh, and Alfonso Cuaron. Guillermo and, uh, del Toro made a comment about gender disparity, and then Guillermo del Toro also revealed that Alfonso Cuaron, who just won the Best Film Award at Venice... For Roma, which he, is a Netflix movie. Who also directed Harry Potter 3, almost didn't direct the film because, uh, who knows, he thought it was too much of a blockbuster, too much of like a schmicky schmicky money grab. And then Guillermo and Alfonso went for a walk, and Guillermo told him, you're being an arrogant bastard, direct this Harry Potter movie, go to your closest bookshop and buy all those books and read them and then watch all those movies that are available because you were going to make this blockbuster and then Alfonso ended up making... famously he made the best one. He made the best one. Let's be honest. The third Harry Potter is the best. And then to finally cap off Venice news, Suspiria had its world premiere, the new Luca Guadagnino film. someone texted the whole way through. And it really annoyed the director. It pissed him off, which Andres sucked about. They were right next to Tilda Swinton and they were texting the whole time through the Suspiria premiere. Love it. And that's all we have. Thank you. Goodbye, Venice. Oh, are we going to do Shia LaBeouf? This is our only outside of... This is our outside of Venice news, but Shia LaBeouf is opening up an acting school in LA for free. It's called the Slauson RC Theatre School. And it seems that all you need to do is just show up. It's free. He's got a really motivational video online where he's just saying... All you need is a story. Let's go. Bang. Make a story. Yeah, it's open for a couple of Saturdays over the next month, which he will be present at to just build what he says, anything from anything. He wants to so make... So if anyone's going to LA, can you hit us up and text us in and please go yeah. and let us know? Do you think I... these, these acting classes are going to be packed out? Mm. Oh, definitely. 100%. They're, they've already opened registration. He said he wants to change the world. Like, what the more will the he merrier. do next? What will he do next? Uh... Um, we're getting a few texts in for favourite underground film festivals. Excellent. Now, Oh, sorry, not festivals, uh, because we're talking about the Sydney Underground Film Festival. Mm -hmm. We've got tickets to give away for that. We want to know your favourite underground or cult film. Now, Mm. me personally, haven't seen it, but seen the trailer, The Wiz, as a film. Mm. The Wild, interesting choice, interesting choice. The Room. The Room. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's Bridie, The Room Tanner. (laughs) haven't seen it, but seen the DVD case, uh, Polyester. Oh, great movie. We, Incredible I, movie. I just watched that the other week. And actually, can I say a really quick fun fact? Polyester is the film that has the original sample from Frontier Psychiatrist by the Avalanches. The, is Dexter real? Is Dexter real? Is Dexter real? Oh no, Mr. Principal, Dexter can't be that evil. That is from Polyester. There you go. Trivia fun. Australian music and cinema coming together. Right there. Right there. Uh, Cienzo says, favourite underground film will always be Rocky Horror. Cute. Wonderful. Cute. No one said The Descent. Interesting. No one said 127 hours because it's not underground. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, it's under rock. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> We've also got, I'm so with you about Harry Potter 3 and I'm a massive HP nerd. Oh, gorgeous. Oh, I think we should get into a little thing called Two Reviews now. Keep your text coming in. Favourite underground and cult films to win tickets to the Sydney Underground Film Festival. Two Reviews. One review. And then, and then another review. Two Reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. 
two reviews is basically what it sounds like. One review and then another one. Which film lord will we be reviewing what first? I'm going to go first with the local film. I'm going to go and review Ghost Hunter. Take it away, Jack. I have so much to say about Ghost Hunter. It's got to be one of the best films of the year. I, um, I want to talk about the important uncovering from a survivor's perspective of a story of horrific child abuse. I want to talk about cyclical violence. I want to talk about how the guy who made Lantana was the director's dad and that not only is Ghost Hunter dealing with an inheritance from his father, but so is Ben Lawrence, the director. I want to talk about the eight years it took to make this. I want to talk about the late night streetlight rain on Princess Highway mood, the deep generational emotional weight. I want to talk about what it feels like to watch films set in spaces that you live, seeing Redfern and Newtown and Tempe and Eastlakes and Erskineville on screen, reaching into their pasts. I want to talk about ghosts and hobbyists and other practical art forms that bring peace to people. I want to talk about abuse denialists and liars, AVOs and the strength of women who rise up from sexual assaults. These are the stories of our time, the way that men use their power over people in ways that destroy their futures in deep and invisible cuts. I want to talk about Snowtown and grungy Australian bro cinema. I also want to talk about how this is a perfect film to follow up You Were Never Really Here. Both of the films are about men in the eye of an existential short storm surrounded by victims of the most horrific child sex abuse trying to make sense of their haunted pasts. Everyone in Sydney should see Ghost Hunter. Okay, Jack, I'm so sorry to do a review of your review, but that was the most trash review I've ever heard in my entire life. What do you mean? Overlong, too many words, not punchy enough. uh, Let me show how it's done. No, I'm just joking. Jack, I love this film as much as you did. I thought it was excellent. And uh, like you said, I love that it just conjured up all these thoughts about previous films and and made a completely engaging documentary, which is so rare, I think. Andre, what do you give... Ghost Hunter in a word. I give it an apology because Jack is now upset that I dug into his review. <laughs> I think you just trashed Ghost Hunter, which is like the most important Sydney film of the year. It totally is. And that was like a waste of airtime. Can I do an on-air apology? <laughs> <laughs> Jack, you're in a word? Oh, just mesmerising. Let me just reiterate, though, that it is probably one of the best films of the year. It's so stunning and it's also a local pick. Let's move on to review number two. Andre, what are you going to be reviewing for us today? Review number two. In a less exciting feat, The Nun comes to cinemas and flirts with the prospect of being a daring horror film, low-lit gothic suicide story in the church starring Taisa Familia, the face behind American Horror Story's best sarcasm, in my opinion, when she goes to Romania and is locked in the fakest haunted CGI castles since Ghost by Michael Jackson, tasked with banishing an extremely angry spirit nun helped by a confident peasant who loves to remind everyone that he's French-Canadian. Is this film Eurotrash? Is it camp? Is it scary? No answers to these questions, but The Nun still reaps from cool medieval sorcery and elegant enough Catholic visual spookery. It's extremely loud and incredibly close to being a forgettable jump scare bonanza, but that's almost too easy for the film. This film is post-Silent Hill evil and is like the overly nice ex-boyfriend of every horror movie. Easy to bear, but beneath all the bad ideas is a hidden snooze fest. Highlight of the film, though, was the whole last chapter being interrupted by all the teenage girls giving up on the film in the theatre and just talking, chatting, moving around, walking, laughing. I smell the future in the cinema. Jack, are you on board with this? Yeah, I feel like everyone who goes to see this film is a genius. Yeah, and I feel like anyone that talks during it and has a good time with it is also a genius. There was a guy who was, like, in the other side of the cinema, like, it's not funny. I know. <laughs> it's not As, like, funny. like, this evil undead nun is, like... 
like hovering down a hallway and like crucifixes are turning upside down and Teresa Formiga is just like screaming. It's like this nun has haunted them for a full hour and not hurt any of them. This one point at the very, very <laughs> it's end. It's funny. Like the, no, none of them are going to get hurt. At, 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 at one point at the end, the nun lifts up one of the carriages and goes, I'm going to kill you, Frenchie. And then the guy goes, I'm French Canadian. And then kicks her. <laughs> so ridiculous. So much fun. I feel like I'm I also not- love being in like Romania. Like I'm such a vampire oh, nerd. It's totally. so Nice to be in Eastern Europe. Exactly. Is horror the new comedy? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, is comedy the new horror? Is Romania the new horror film location? If Amy Schumer has anything to say about it, absolutely. Amy Schumer in Romania, text in, please. (laughs) Those are your two reviews. Uh, Do we, in a word, for The Nun? Uh, You're not going to believe it. It should just be called Nun, we were discussing. Yeah. Yeah. Why was it called The Nun? In a word, Nun. (laughs) Lots of people texting in their favourite cult and underground films a chance to win double passes to the Sydney Underground Film Festival, uh, which, by the way, we have a director from coming in right after a song from Sophie. Mm. Let's get to those texts in a minute. This is It's Okay to Cry. Oh. Maybe we shine some light there. 
Sophie with It's Okay to Cry. You're on FBI Radio. We're in the middle of movies, movies, movies. And right now we are joined by Evie Friedrich, filmmaker of the new release Cherry, which is playing this weekend at the Ozploits short film segment of the Sydney Underground Film Festival. Welcome, Evie. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. So your film takes an unflinching look at sex through a collection of awkward, perverse, intimate and sometimes embarrassing virginity stories. Tell us a little bit more about how this idea came about. Um, well, I I guess for me, I think you often see sex in movies as something that's very unrealistic and kind of hilarious. And for a while, I guess I'd wanted to make something that explored that a bit more. And so I sort of talked with a few people and, yeah, we kind of created something based on a lot of people's real-life experiences, including my own, I guess. And... Yeah, we sort of thought it would work as a piece because not many people do that. And not many people look at sex as something in an honest way, I guess. And I think that's interesting. Did you meet this with a few other directors? Is that what happened? Yeah, so um, I I co-wrote it with Claudia Bailey and we co-directed as well as another girl, uh, Vanessa. And we sort of broke it up by scene. So it's kind of an anthology, I guess. And, yeah, we broke it up by scene. So we did different scenes. I feel like you always hear about people directing in duos, but I don't think I've ever seen a film directed by three people. Actually, Cloud Atlas is one of them. But that's pretty amazing. Yeah, no, it was like we really wanted to collaborate. I think that was our main goal was to kind of bring as many different people's stories in as possible and different perspectives, which, again, I think is something that you don't often see. I feel like... Lot, most of the time people are very like auteur, like must be my way mm-hmm. like kind of thing and we don't, I don't really like that very much. Were there any direct inspirations? Oh, so many. I mean, oh I couldn't even begin to like so many. I mean everything from like I don't know, like skins I remember growing up I was so into skins because I thought it was the coolest thing ever to like, uh I don't know, um I think Skins is enough, to be honest. Yeah, Skins, yeah, skins is just like Skins, a, it's like Skins. The funny thing is, is that Evie Canberra filmmaker right by my side, who is also inspired by Skins, <sighs> I just feel like we are seeing a movement of cinema through the visor of Skins that's coming up. Young people making totally. skin cinema. It's just so amazing. Skins is, like, iconic. And, yeah, I just remember when I was 13 and you could watch it on YouTube and... Skins changed my life, man. Skins mm. changed my life. Skins changed everyone's life, and it'll take only time will tell whether it was for the better <laughs> or um, for the worse. <laughs> Evie, we, we have a bunch of tickets that we're giving away to the Underground Film Festival, and the way we're doing it is that we're asking listeners to text in their favourite cult or underground film. Can I put you on the spot and ask you if you have one up your sleeve that you want to talk about? Oh, boy golly, do I have a few. Really? Um, oh, yes, so many. Um, 
ooh, I mean, okay, cold or underground, I mean... Yeah, are you a Donnie Darko kind of person? Or <sighs> you have a signed letter from Charles Manson. I can read a few Manson. out to get, to get the ball <laughs> Yeah, great, great, great. Yeah, go for uh, it. Someone's saying uh, underworld, cults, and some of it's underground. I don't know cool. if they're being funny there. No, 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 they're being clever. They're great. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ellen texts in, serial mum is a cult classic. Mum oh, takes revenge mm. on an ex-boyfriend and who has done her daughter wrong. Anything cool. by John Waters, I'm very much into. Totally. We were talking about polyester just before. Also, oh, um, uh, just like a subtle plug, you run Reflex at school at yeah. afters, which yeah. is like a weekly screening of underground student chosen films that are maybe not the elite film you're used to, Criterion Closet kind of choices, but also oh, yes. not basic either. Yeah, yeah I inherited it from you lovely takes? people. Um, yeah, well, we recently, let's see, we recently did Heathers, which I mean, I wouldn't say is particularly cult or underground. It's pretty popular, but is kind of a classic. And we did Spring Breakers, um, Spring Breakers which is which, 100% a cult film. Oh my God, I'm, I'm so into Spring Breakers. I mean, the, I remember the first movie that I recommended was um, Cannibal Holocaust, yeah, which I'm very into. Um, and thank you, you guys, for letting me show that. Oh my god, I was so down when you suggested a Hannibal, Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> I was, I was amazed that you guys even let me do that. But yeah, I love Cannibal Holocaust. I think it's freaking amazing. Evie, we, oh yeah, no, no, sorry, uh, yeah. your film Cherry is showing, as we said, as the as part of the Osploit short film on Saturday at the Sydney Underground Film Festival. Congratulations to you and your fellow directors. I can't wait to catch that and. So many amazing shows at the Underground Film Festival. Uh, we've got a fair few double passes to give away. So if you're a supporter and you've texted in your favourite cult underground film, we're going to get to you very soon and announce who's won that. I think we have, that's all we have time for today on Movies, Perfect. Movies, Movies. Uh, thank you so much, Film Lords and Evie Friedrich as well for coming in. You're the future. Uh, thank you for coming. No, thank you so much for having me and letting me talk about skins for too long. <laughs> thank you. All good. You're on FBI Radio. This is Chencha via Sakito with Baru. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.